Welcome to episode number 105, Growth Through Pain. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, and Gabe. What's going on, guys? A growth through pain. In this episode, the crew talks about their most painful slash most growth-making moments in life. We cover topics that range from self-awareness, strength, development, good pain, and much more. We wrap the episodes up with quotes from N.R. Narayana, Murthy, and Napoleon Hill. Uh, guys, if you're new, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Um, all right, we like to kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com, and we actually define two words, growth and pain. The first one is growth, the act or process or a manner of growing, development, gradual increase, size, or stage of development. And they define pain as physical suffering or distress as due to injury, illness, etc. A distressing sensation in a particular part of the body, a back pain, mental or emotional suffering or torment. All right. So um, with that being said, I mean, I guess this is all pretty straightforward stuff, right? Um, I grabbed a interesting article. I thought it was interesting. Um, from stretchforgrowth.com titled Unleashing Potential Through Pain, which it was a very catchy, uh, in my opinion, a very catchy uh, title, which is why I wanted to uh, feature that here. Um, if you guys hear crying, a very painful cry in the background, <laughs> uh, my wife and I uh, welcomed our son, Cade Mathis Velez, on May 28th of this year. Um he is five weeks old today, and um, yeah. With that being said, uh, he's crying in the background. Either he's, you know, yeah, you're not it, losing it. <laughs> yeah, for specific various reasons. But uh, my wife is out there with him, uh, taking care of business while we are in here taking care of uh, our business. So, anyway, with that being said, unleashing potential through pain. Um, obviously, this um, article goes through uh, a bunch of intricate details on how to uh, get there but I just want to get a couple of the highlighted points where um, they give some great uh, you know pointers on you know how to uh, you know get potential uh, I guess extract your potential uh, through the pain that you're enduring all right so the first one <laughs> develop a greater self-awareness self-discovery regarding one set of values and motivations and desire for progress in life is always the starting point of necessary change having an established awareness of one's inner purpose can lead to a realignment of effort and energy to start realizing one's life mission um yeah i mean i guess that's like you can go through a pain if that's what we always talk about knowing your why Mm. why you do a specific something um, because if you know that, you know, what you, why you're doing something, your greater purpose or your, your higher calling, uh, so to speak, the pain that you are currently enduring, you know, it's, I guess, worth it. Yeah. Um, pain is clearly, 
if you've been alive for two minutes, <laughs> something you we cannot avoid. It's, it's a part of mm-hmm. life, right? Um, and we're going to kind of obviously dive into how it, it is a part of our growth, um, both physically and emotionally and, you know, mentally. Um, so, so I like that. Develop a greater self-awareness. Um, the second one is assess strengths and weaknesses. Coming to terms with one's weaknesses and focusing on using one's strengths always, alle- always leads to a greater sense of self-worth and enable meaningful contribution. As one contributes, one starts to discover new doors that are opening for one, new possibilities that may excite one. Um, assess strengths and weaknesses. So again, not setting yourself up for failure, right? So if I cannot go through the emotional pain of going through an NBA tryout, knowing that um, I am not going to make the cut and come home and get completely depressed about it, right? Sure. I got to know what my strength is. For me personally, I'm not saying for me as an any. I'm saying me as an individual. I know that um, my level of athleticism is not to the level that is demanded at a sure. that high professional, you know, level. Um, so I, if I know that, then my quote pain from getting, I guess, denied is sure. not that bad. Right. Right. Yeah. If anything, your ego is going to take ego. a shot, and you just set yourself up for, for no failure. reason. Right. <laughs> Temper expectation because you know. Uh, right. It's not that big of a deal. So this also goes, you know. Obviously, this is cool that they're saying that it's your potential, and you know, sure. unleashing your true potential through pain. Um, there is a fine line. I remember uh, that we, we we had these dream dream builder people come to one of the one of my jobs. And they were talking about setting dreams, and you could do whatever you want. And I just hate that, that just the, the crappy yeah. talk about. Because as much as I think very lofty, I also am grounded by some like real, real thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is being a pessimist. Sure. So I, although I can think all crazy and have big dreams, I'm also to one like, you know. I obviously can't do certain things physically sure. and, you know, I guess just where I can go emotionally slash mentally, spiritually, whatever. I understand to what my limits are and I do know that there is growth or there's potential for growth there. Mm-hmm. But also you can create pain by exaggerating your goals. Okay. For example, I can create pain and get upset tomorrow that I didn't hit my goal tonight if my goal is I'm going to make a million dollars tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like you, you make just, it so lofty that it's right. It's, so I brought that to this guy yeah. who said you can do whatever you want in life, and I, I kind of knew what he was saying, but that was such like an '70s slash '80s like <laughs> old school motivational thing to say that I was just mm-hmm. like, no, dude. Like these are grown people who have who are facing real life. We're yeah. not here because um, by choice. Everyone was there. We were had to go there. Me, I I would have chose to gone there anyway. I love that yeah, stuff, yeah. right? You're not. It was like a turnoff to everybody, sure. and you could. I could see it in people's eyes. It's like, dude, this is such garbage. I could be go. I could have went to lunch right now, or I, I could have did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say what industry I was in, but it was just like you could tell that it's like they see life and death on an on a daily basis. Sure. So there's a reality about these people mm-hmm. that when you say, you, "Oh, you can do whatever you want," they're just like, "Dude, shut the hell up." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I see people come in here dying every single day, and they just they just want to live. Yeah. 
let alone accomplish these crazy things in life. You yeah. know what I mean? So these people had a very I don't I don't even I wouldn't even call it jaded. It was just like they're very in tune like with certain things. So was that was that more or less like the wrong environment for that type of like I know. I th- I think it was the wrong approach. Okay. I feel like you can extract everyone has a kid in them, within mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? And at at one point you probably thought these crazy lofty things. You know what I mean? But it got it gets buried every time you stop every day you stop approaching them, taking a step towards sure. them. So the more steps you take away from them, the more it's ingrained or it's stuffed away somewhere in your, you know, your mental capacities. So I just think the way his actual approach was just not for that environment. Yeah. So if we went to, you know, where people are much more open-minded, I'm not sure. even sure, you know, where that would be. I don't know, like a meditation center or like a spa or, you know, somewhere where people are already on that level mm-hmm. or maybe like a, a high level business arena sure. uh, where it's a bunch of entrepreneurs there. Yeah. You had a regular staff line that literally deal with people's lives every single day. It just, I don't think it was the wrong information. Again, I just think it was the wrong approach. He could have came in on a much softer scale, much sure. lower level, and then could have eventually maybe build them up. Gotcha. And challenge them in a different way, saying, okay, one day I want my own shore house. Saying something like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, um, all right, so let's make that in five years, I will attain getting. Now you're getting something real to them and yeah. attainable and like it's they can more touch relatable yeah. to that. Instead level. of saying, like, yeah, you know, it by next sounds... year, I want to own three yeah. shore houses. You, you shot for the moon too quickly. Yeah, and it was just like, you could just, dude, it was crazy because immediately, like, 90% of the room just, just shut down. down. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, oh, here we go, get one, another one of these things. <laughs> yeah. Like the who, you know, rah rah stuff yeah. or whatever. And that stuff works, again, in a, in a different environment. It has, sure. So you have to display, you have to be able to be mature enough. I don't even know if that's the word. To understand your environment, to then deliver your message appropriately. Okay. Otherwise, it's going to go over so many heads. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the third one: plan for a better future. Making changes and setting new goals for one's life kickstarts new energy and hope. Without vision, <laughs> we perish. Having a clear sense of direction, set it, setting milestones, and achieving goals one by one will instill fresh spark. Uh, in your life so that's almost even you know developing like their first one saying developing a greater awareness so uh, plan for a better future kind of when when you when you're setting your new goals or when you're setting your goals kind of knowing where you're going anyway yeah again understanding your why or knowing your quote why yeah the days where you don't feel like getting up or because it's not you know this goes back into the the you know the tre- the the classic reason why most people don't start attaining or going after their goals and dreams because they're waiting for everything to perfectly align sure. mm-hmm. and it will never perfectly align right. a lot of the stuff that i accomplished i started on a day that i was miserable yeah and i knew the only way to get out of the rut they even say one of like the fastest ways to be a much happier person is take what is do one thing Every single day that will move you closer um, to getting one, of, you know, to attaining one of your goals. Mm-hmm. For example, people say, "Oh, that's impossible. That's impossible." I can guarantee you, if you looked hard enough, and a penny on the floor somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. If you could find that penny and put it in a little piggy bank that's labeled whatever new 
new house or new car or new whatever it is for you know investment for my new business whatever it is you're taking one step towards that and sure. just that alone you know that you're doing something for yourself absolutely it's an investment in yourself and you and just automatically feel better um so taking one step whatever it is knowing again knowing your why and if you want clear happiness right off the bat it's number one stop denying what you want in life right mm -hmm. if you keep pushing that down you will always be miserable i don't care who you are there's stuff that i'm doing now because they are literally haunting me and if i don't do them gabe knows the reason why we're doing motivation files unleashes for a specific reason and if i don't get this out of my system it will haunt me as it did for the last three years coming up on three years two and a half years right um and i don't want it to because it's 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 just obnoxious one less thing I, I i don't want to uh haunt me because i have other things that i want to do so it's not i'm not doing it at, at, for, coming from a negative way i'm doing it out of something i knew i should be doing anyway and it's that constant little tick that's like dude do it dude do it i'm like all right that's it i'm just doing it um, same thing with the, the blessed lifestyle brand, same thing with creating a YouTube channel for my son, James, all these things been just sticking in the back of my mind. When will I get to, I don't know when will I, get, I have no idea. Literally one day I woke up earlier. I've been taking videos of James, just storing them, have never posted them. One day I just woke up before everyone else and I just start, I created the YouTube channel, did everything, boom, 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 boom. And it was up and done with literally within two hours. Right. And how great do you think I felt that day? Well, at least I started amazing that day. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. I started wanting to do more. You ever get into that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We start mm -hmm. one thing or you start cleaning. Yeah. You um, clean everything. Next. Yeah, you start cleaning everything. And there's there's something to be said. And I'm not going to start talking about being clean or cleaning, whatever, about cleanliness sure. that leads to a positive life. Yeah. Um, and there's studies that show this stuff. Um, but yeah, planning for a better future um, you can do that. Also, being realistic, going to those realistic goals, being realistic with yourself. If you're planning for a better future, no one else is going to do it for you, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have your own back, right? Mm -hmm. And how do you have your own back? Is by taking one step every single day towards that. Everyone gets caught up in this one step thing because they think of a huge leap or they think of me and Gabe getting into conversations. I'm like, oh crap, Gabe, I, we still got to do this. We still got to do the website. We still got to do this. And you can get caught up in all that craziness. And like, dude, we paralyzed ourselves and we didn't take a step. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so much talking and getting so wound up and so like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do. Just do one thing first. Just do literally do one freaking thing. And then it will lead on because then you'll get motivated by that. Same thing. It goes along yeah. with working out. Oh, I want a fit body. And then you get overwhelmed with all this stuff. All the, you have to eat properly. You have to all these certain workouts. There's all these new eating things from, you know, exercises and all kinds of things. You don't even do it. Mm -hmm. You start, you turn on and watch the Phillies or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get but if you just did, if you just ran, walked outside and did like a walk around the block, came home, did 10 push-ups, how more motivated are you going to be the yeah. next day to do 15 push-ups and exactly. walk around two blocks? Just push it one little bit farther. Yeah. So it's that's what they mean about like the one step. Um, all right, and so they go on to say, develop new meaningful relationships, aligning yourself and connecting to people that are forward-looking and purpose-driven will invigorate you and provide encouragement for the journey ahead. Use networks wisely. Um, I mean, this is something we always talk about, right? Sure. 
uh, masterminding and networking with uh, you know the right people. Um, and so they go on to say, connect to your passion. Pain can be a great passion discovery process, an understanding of your giftedness and special skills. Use these skills brings joy again. Again, this goes back to what I was saying. If you know what you're here on earth for and you're not pursuing that, um, that's where this, that's where the, the podcast came from. Sure. So we kept talking that we were going to do it. Yeah. We we're going to do it. It's like, I know I have to release a message and how it's going to be released. I'm not 100% sure. So let me do the motivation files. That was bothering me. And then we came out with uh, the Rotated Views podcast, right? Yeah. And uh, just out of just fewer like we if i don't do this i'm gonna freaking i'm gonna be so mad at myself because everything was in quick succession too because right. like almost since i knew you we were talking about like books and teaching or something something to that effect and yeah. it was like tr- cd came out then the book came out and then obviously we almost immediately went into buying Podcast. all the equipment and all stuff too yep within a few months so yeah yeah exactly um and there's a lot of little stuff in between there um and before that a lot of stuff but what's crazy is Everything that I did in the past, I'm use, literally using right now. Even to the point where how and why and the titles I'm choosing for YouTube videos that I'm doing for my son is stuff that I was doing years ago yeah. when I had I had multiple YouTube channels. Yeah. Multiple YouTube channels that I was posting videos off of a freaking prepaid cell phone. <laughs> literally, there's no excuses. Was it successful? Yeah. No. But I'm using what I did then literally 10 years later that knowledge that i gained from doing sure. then I'm, I'm i'm like oh man i'm not sure how how do i do this i'm like let me go back to what i was doing before boom boom but and the other part too you can't learn if you don't start doing any exactly doing it. there's a lot of stuff i goofed up on you can't a lot contour, of stuff you can't you know yeah absolutely it's like this wall right here that's one of my favorite walls right you know why that wall bothers me because i know something else should be hanging there not those pictures mm-hmm. hmm. And the only I know the only way I'm going to be quote happy is if I until I take those things down and put what should be up there and doing what I know I should be doing, um, and that's all within time. More than likely, I well, it's probably going to have have to happen within this year. Um, that's going to be something else because I already see myself doing certain things through you know the blessed lifestyle um and having my own channel is doing teachings and i'm a visual person Mm. so i know what i need to be hanging right there is a dry erase board a big ass dry erase board so i can be writing stuff and looking into a camera that's shooting that's my only wall guys look around is that not my only wall i can Mm -hmm. use yeah Every other wall has some, something literally obstructed, whether it's a window or a piece of furniture that I can't move because it literally physically right. doesn't fit any other way. That's what needs to be there. Hmm. Um, and it's been probably bothering me since I hung up that first picture because I knew what it was supposed to go there and I never did it. I just started decorating it. Right? Because I wanted it to look nice. Because you wanted an empty space. Well, no. It wouldn't have been an empty space if I just did what I was supposed to do in the beginning. It would oh, have been a dry erase true. board. Yeah. But it's not as pleasant to the eye. Sure. Right? But the lives that I can change will be way more than the two, the three quotes and art pieces that are up there. Right? Mm-hmm. The things that I can write and display. The pictures, the drawings, the words on a dry erase board that I can put up there and change yeah. and manipulate can have much more of an impact than that basic, oh, that's cute, looks good kind of design. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, 
All right, so you know, connecting with your passion. And the last one, say no to the things that hold you back. Take decisive steps to deal with the things that produce pain in your life. A mentor slash counselor may assist in giving one guidance with difficult decisions. Okay, so that kind of goes back up, get back up with develop new meaningful relationships. You got to develop a, sure. a you know relationship with a coach or a counselor or somebody to bounce your ideas off of, and also that we mentioned a masterminds. Um, so that's good. I mean, I, I really like that uh, from stretchforgrowth.com uh, titled Unleashing Potential Through Pain. Um, there were some pretty good pointers there, and I appreciate that. And uh, we'll just kind of move on with, with the same topic of you know growth through pain. Uh, so now we're starting to ask the questions to the crew. The first question, is growth equal to the pain endured? Okay, so for me, the answer is no. Okay. So... I can go through a lot of pain in something and not necessarily grow out of it. For okay. example, so you know, failing a grade can be a very painful experience for someone, right? Sure. You go through that and you you learned enough, right? To like, okay, I, I realize that was my fault. But if I failed that same grade again, Obviously, I didn't learn enough, or I, the pain didn't didn't bother me enough for me not to get through it. Because if it did bother you enough, you would literally do whatever it takes to pass. Sure, mm-hmm. it does not matter. That's like the old saying. With um, I, I I've said this story multiple times on the podcast, but I'll just say it again. Um, this one guy is walking by uh, an old stoop in New York City, and there's this dog out front, uh, just you know howling just like in mm. pain it's like oh and the guy walks by and there's a dude sitting next to the dog he's like what's 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 wrong with the dog he's like, got oh, nothing he's fine and the dog's he's like well why is he howling what's wrong he says oh he's sitting on a thumbtack he's like what he said he's th- sitting on a thumbtack and it's it's hurting him so he's howling so the guy goes, okay, so why is he not moving? And he says the classic line, so it's not, it's not creating him enough pain for him to move. <laughs> it's creating enough pain for him to complain about it's what's going on, right. but it didn't hurt enough for him to get up and move. So sometimes that's where we get caught up in that, okay, yeah. I see that. You, yeah. you ever do something and you never, and then you find yourself doing it again? A lot of times it happens, um, hearing a lot of stories uh, from the Dave Ramsey show, which mm-hmm. is a financial uh, advisor show, people getting out of debt and then getting back into debt. Like they pay off a credit card. And they didn't learn from that. Yeah, and then they get an even bigger credit card yeah. and then max that mm-hmm. out. And you're it's like, like oh, how the heck? Or it's like, oh, I can pay it off now. I can get, I can get more into debt and, and, right. yeah. and go back yeah. into it. I can, exactly. I, can, I can get back out of it again. This <laughs> reverse exactly. cycle is go back into the same old. Forget how hard it was the first time. Exactly. And so... And the other thing too is kind of piggybacking off of what they said about um, getting a, a a mentor is learning from other people's mistakes. So maybe I did make a mistake and it was painful enough, and I know to avoid more pain, I'm gonna remember the t- the story. Whatever one of my older brothers told me, like what they did that caused them yeah. them even more pain. Sure. You see what I'm saying? So now I can actually avoid certain pains um, out of you know masterminding and talking and uh, you know bouncing my ideas you know back and forth does that make sense yeah, yeah. with somebody else mm-hmm. um we, we can get more into that uh but what about the times a person suffered but found themselves in the same situation in the future it's kind of what we talked about sure um with the credit card example uh what about learning from others we don't have to go through the same pain as they did 
Um, That's kind of what you just said. Yeah, but and in another and in another way, it's not even going through pain. Sometimes you can do things faster because of that knowledge. Uh, for example, like me trying to figure out how to operate a YouTube channel for all those years. Now my son doesn't have to go through that because I can just literally tell him like, dude, don't do this. Do boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like I never gained, I never had a million subscribers, but I'm saying like, believe me. If you want to go zero to a hundred subscribers yeah. way faster than I ever sure. did in mm-hmm. freaking five years, it freaking took me because I was doing literally everything wrong. Do boom, 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 yep. X, Y, and Z. Um, so you can, again, getting yourself around the right people, um, you know, masterminding, getting a counselor, getting a mentor. Uh, it's kind of how they said here at uh, Strength for Growth, develop new meaningful relationships. It, it's all... There's a reason why that's a common thread in all of these books that I have in this office. I have hundreds, if not maybe a thousand plus books in this office that basically talk about there's common threads in them. That's what I find to me fascinating when I see authors that don't mention basic things Mm. and they're talking about goal attainment and living your best life and a purpose-driven life, right? They're talking about that stuff, and they're not mentioning the most basic core aspects that you need. I know it's junk. They're, they're, yeah. you're, you're just, you, you just publish trash. You're just Yeah, you're writing a book to write a book. Exactly. You're misleading people. But it, it kind of goes away. You kind of said it last week, too. It was like that you don't ask people for advice who've never gone through that situation. Right. So it was like, yeah, you, you surround yourself with people who can relate to what you're going through personally, but still at the same time give you kind of some like leeway in terms of how you should approach certain situations. Exactly. Um, do our mistakes, quote mistakes, fall into the pain category? Sometimes it can. Yeah. I mean, I think so. Cause I mean, sometimes you make a mistake and it's like, wow, that really hurt you. Like, not like, like physically hurt you, but like, yeah. Like say you, you, you did a stupid purchase and then you have, you spent all this money on it, and now you're like, oh, man, why the heck did I just waste my money on yeah, that? Yeah. And now it's like, do I return it? Do I, what the heck do I do with it? Well, like, if you can't return it. Or like, you can't return it. Right. So it's like, that's a painful hit. Like, that's. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, mistakes aren't, sometimes there's good mistakes. Right. But, there's, but sometimes there's bad mistakes. Like, like, it depends on the severity of, like, the repercussions on the back end. Yeah. Exactly. Like. The for example, like the the post it was a mistake, right? Uh, I think double face tape was a mistake as well, mm-hmm. and they came came out to be positive products out of something positive came out of a mistake out uh, of a mistake. Right. You could also make the mistake kind of like what Heck's saying. You can make the mistake of making a very inappropriate purchase that you get become in over your head on, and now you're dealing with a debt, a massive debt, right. and you're inundated with basically a paralyzing thought that what the heck did I just get myself into mm-hmm. or a partnership or a relationship yeah. and you feel like that doom and you're like oh no yeah, you jumped into um, it you weren't even ready for it and then right. when it comes it's like wow okay right. good job exactly <laughs> um, I know a lot of people who quote made the wrong mistake in picking the wrong course of study when it comes to college okay yeah and it's tough sure because yeah you, you're eight. You're young still. When right. you have to make this massive decision on what are you going to do for the rest life of your life, changing. a lot. There's people out there who know exactly what they're going to do, but, but there's not a lot. Uh, well, I know from you know the area that I come from. There's not a lot that helps you drive that decision. Mm. 
right? A lot of times we get caught into your traditional sports and all that where that's an extracurricular, right? We could be using that time to really drive and understand what our passion, our calling in life is, but we get so caught up in that's what everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. or you're somewhat good. Mm. You know what I mean? I forget what country it is, but if they spot literally like a five-year-old or six-year-old like ridiculously talented in something, and this is even outside of sports, they literally would just have this person, this kid focus in on that, just that, for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And if whether they do that or not, they are like masters at chess, basketball, crafts, or an artist, whatever it is, mathematics. Hmm. They find, they take like proficiency tests. But it's not just a reading and writing kind of thing. They do it like through a physical, almost like an obstacle course kind of thing Mm -hmm. to see, wow. So starting even off your kids on a lot of various different things, Mm. you can kind of like how, how, how in the world would I know if my kid's really good at rock climber and can be a professional rock climber? If I don't, if I never, if he never went. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm the one that's, it's. In the beginning, it's my job to try to open those doors as much as I can. Obviously, we're limited in so many ways, but if we can also not, if we can take, if we cannot be the ones that are the limits, does that make sense? Okay. Right. Okay. By just showing my kid baseball, basketball, soccer, and golf, right, and show him something else in a sport realm or the ability and I'm not talking about something that's costly mm. literally whatever you're going to spend let's just say 500 to 1000 bucks a year on your kid in sports and move it to something else for one year and using it towards something that you saw maybe a spark in your kid or maybe you think yeah. your kid will you know, will talk about maybe they experienced it you know going to a friend's house and their dad yeah. took them kayaking or something oh, yeah, and yeah. like holy smokes my kid's very interested in this um, you know, would you like to, you know, and obviously you got to make decisions sure. smart, but I'm just saying expanding, we can't be the ones that are also limiting this, yeah. you know what I mean? These life decisions and getting caught up in just doing what everyone else is doing just to do it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we have artists, current artists, like for example, Alec Monopoly or whatever, and this guy is doing art that's, it's like graffiti and I don't even know some other, you know, modern art literally combined and he's mm. making it kind of like his own um very very much like a you know like a a modern picasso i don't know so, something i don't know if he, we can even say that but something yeah, yeah. to that caliber he's thinking outside the box and obviously we're talking about an artist sure but and heck if your kid is really good at baseball and keep him in baseball i'm not saying that i'm right. just saying like if you see you know not doing things because everyone else is doing them, but also your kids just dragging along, just going through the motions. I see that all the time. I could see kids sign up for sports just because their friends or cousins are signing up for the same sport, right. and they hate it. Yeah, they absolutely yeah. hate it. Um, you know, so you know, I know that that's kind of like a very basic example, but just outside of that, even career-wise, doing certain things because of money—that's self-limiting. Yeah. That's a self-limiting thing. Not realizing that you could possibly maybe go for like that base topic or subject matter and yeah, maybe get your job so you have a base level thing, but not limit yourself to that area. For example, like if you got a, you know, a business degree or something or um, a finance degree and you went and worked for, you know, like a big company and get your, you know, get your things started, get your career started, that's fine. You don't have to necessarily stay there though either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of just being stuck, I'm also not saying get you know 
be stuck there forever. Some people are made to go to school. Some people are made to just start a business. Some people sure. are just made to be employees. But you can just be an employee, but you're going to be an employee for something that you want to be doing. Sure. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Or if it's something that's like more artistic or whatever it is, you can you can have your whatever your paid job and still do your passion like part-time until it becomes something that you can actually profit yeah. off of if, if that's how you want to take it. Right. As long as you're doing something that, that's in your warehouse that you are actually enjoying. Yes, exactly. Um, is, all right, so is there such thing as good pain slash suffering? I mean, because there is a, obviously the saying, no pain, no gain for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to go through some uncomfortability to grow yourself in some respect. To, yeah. You know, to to not to realize what your actually potential actually is. Because if you don't ever try anything, you're not going to know what you're good at. Yeah, I remember there was nights, you know, that I stayed up for, you know, way past my, quote, bedtime. I never really had sure. a bedtime, but just, you know, to the wee hours of the morning, basically didn't even go to bed. And the pain that I was dealing with the next day and being so tired, mm -hmm. I had a smile on my face because I knew I was doing something that was for my dreams. I knew it was for later on in life. I knew yeah, yeah. this would make a difference. And I didn't care how much pain I was in the next day. Sure. Same thing with like working out. I get excited when I'm in pain after, you know, a day or two later after the gym because I know what I did worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? And that's a pain, but I'm like, yes, all right, good. These are gains. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Uh, we're getting crazy gains here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do believe there's a good pain, but, you know, um, there's a level because you know what the result will be. Yes. By going through that pain. Right. And, and you know, the most basic, you know, going with our title, grow through pain. That, you know, in a fitness industry, if you don't have, literally don't have the pain, you're not going to grow, literally. The pain um, is coming from the growth of, yeah. you know, you know what you're doing. You're stretching and ripping your muscles. Um, and and what you're doing is allowing for growth. And, and then you see like, holy crap, I'm getting stretched marks yeah. now because I'm growing so much. And if you can have those mental stretch marks from growing so much of you know things and books that you're reading or the mental you know conversations that you're having with people and you you know you grow me and heck talk about this all the time it's like holy crap we just learned something new tonight or it's just like my mind yeah. just got blown or whatever you're getting mental stretch marks sure when we do when we have those kinds of conversations um and the repair from that pain is what makes you stronger yeah absolutely um and the mind is like you know, once it's stretched, it can't go back to a smaller size. That's it, right? right? It's, it's it. Your mind will always get bigger and bigger. It's never going to shrink. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, unless you do something detrimental to yourself, or you know, you know, drugs or alcohol or something. Sure. But I mean, like well, that's an extreme example. But yeah, but if if you know, if you're constantly developing yourself, sure. you just you know, the capacity of what you can you know hold withhold is uh, is limitless, really. Um, what did you do when you did not believe you had enough strength to endure the pain? Because I guess the, I mean, that's when you reach out to people who are, you know, are dealing with situations or just who have an invested interest in you, like in your just well-being that you, you feel like you can't go on. You have to talk to somebody about something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of stuff for me. I mean, for me, I'm, I have very deep-rooted beliefs and... I pray a lot. I know if I feel like, oh no, I feel weak or I feel like my own thoughts are getting sure. to me. 
I talk about this all the time. I come downstairs and I put on Channel 47 in my area. Channel 47 is um, like TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network, which mm. they produce all like Christian-based uh, shows or whatever. Yeah. And I just watch a lot of times just a preacher preaching and I just need that positive message yeah. because it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Or YouTube or whatever sure. on my phone and it's like, I got to listen to something because yeah, my absolutely. own thoughts are literally eating me alive. Sure. And this is not good and I didn't think I can endure this or whatever. And you think like all these crazy things like, oh my God, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. And then boom, you hear something positive. All right, we're good. Yeah. And me coming from someone like me who's constantly trying to deliver a positive message or change lives in that aspect, everyone goes to the world. I'm a human being. Absolutely. Right? And so, like, I need my fix, and that's my fix when, you know, listening to something positive or motivational, you know, online myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need that. You know what I mean? Um, We all do. That's the gas. That's the fuel Mm -hmm. that keeps us going. So, yeah, I mean, there's times it's like there's a lot of doubt in one's head. You have to get that out with positive stuff. It's never it's never with a negative. It's never taking away. Right? So I, I and I know this is like such a weird topic because I hated this topic before. Now I love it. You can only add to get what you want. You can only add to your so you can't take away. Mm-hmm. For example, like some people are like, to lose weight, take away. Like, okay, stop eating X, Y, and Z. Okay, so this guy's saying add by instead of eating a certain thing eat this right so instead of eating snickers bars eat a banana and i'm not saying that's the most healthy i'm not i'm not sure. giving nutritional yeah. advice here i'm just for, it's a for example yeah. a banana is definitely better than a snickers bar sure. right mm-hmm. okay so i'm adding that i'm adding that banana i'm not t- i didn't say don't eat the snickers bar i'm saying eat the banana right i'm adding right and then something else that's probably not the best thing for you. Sure. I'm not sure. Pizza, for example. Okay, every time I eat a slice of pizza, I'm also going to eat a salad. Okay. So that's like my deal. So now I'm mm-hmm. adding that, right? And people are like, what the heck? You're just, you, there's no capacity. Exactly. And you know what it is? Eventually, now you're going to replace them with those other those better things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So now I'm eating bananas and salads instead of pizza and Snickers bars. But I added to get, to get the subtraction. Is it, you know, is that and even on the a replacement, I'm not even replacement, t- you know yeah. and even on the other, you can eat more of those better things. Yes, on top of you know, before you can only eat a Snickers bar and still right. gain like ten pounds. Eat two Snickers right. bars because you want to. Right, instead <laughs> but of now being, you can eat ten bananas and uh, so you're still eating and you could you'll lose weight because of yeah. you're replacing the crazy bad things with, with a more healthy health thing absolutely. instead of just not eating at all, which is totally another you know well yeah that's harmful just, thing. That, yeah, it's horrible to do that. Um. Yeah. All right. What is your most painful slash most growth making moment in your life? I mean, I I think I use this as a common example, but it's like I mean I don't know most painful, but it's like it was a lot of like when I met you doing like doing like the you know the marketing business stuff that we were involved with. Yeah. That was the most like uh, I'm not the most outgoing person in general. Yeah. When it comes to a lot of stuff, and for me, even doing that was like a huge step of just like trying to be outgoing to some yeah. regard, and then just like obviously like meeting people that I. I would have never had more than a few conversations because obviously in the longest time it took me to even talk to you. Right. And my, I knew you technically in passing for probably a couple months yeah. before even like really said, oh, more than high and by. Yeah. So, and even the fact that we stayed in that for a couple years and just, you know, it, yeah, I mean, there's been some setbacks in some regard, but it was like, that's the most outgoing I ever tried to do to kind of better myself. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough because exactly like you're willing to go through that pain Mm-hmm. Right, 
to you just said it to better yourself and even just that thought is like it's like almost hit me like that's painful as hell like i know it's like a brutal thing because it's like a uh like a mental challenge too and you knew you had to do it um we got challenged a lot um in a in a network marketing business that we were in and one of the biggest challenges that i I, and it's definitely not the most painful thing i've ever endured but it was a pretty painful thing and it kind of goes with um, in this business, you had to recruit a lot, a sure. lot of people. And one of the tricks to recruiting and talking basically to strangers and stalking and spamming and soliciting people basically was we went, we would go to like bookstores or, um, you know, just various locations where people had something, you would have to find something in common already. So sure. if you're at, you know, a bookstore and this person's looking in the business section, you would just try to spark up a conversation, blah, blah, sure. blah, blah. Um, or if you went to the gym, obviously you're into fitness for the most part. Hopefully you're not creepy and you're just doing stuff. Just do it um, just to recruit people. But if you're there and you guys have a common interest in, in working out or you get you get the idea. Yeah. The hard part is that's not even a hard part, obviously, because you know what you like. You know what you want to do. Yeah. And you, obviously, there's other people that like these kinds of things is starting a conversation with somebody sure. who's mm-hmm. also doing that. And one of the tricks that they told me that literally – and so, on some level, kind of haunts me, um, and I would say, kind of, you know, in a good way, is they said, "Is that person that you're scared to talk to, basically, that you're fearing yeah. to start that conversation? Is that person bigger than your dream?" Hmm. And that was a, a thing that was put in my head. So now it was like what are you, a sissy? Like, kind yeah. of thing, like, <laughs> you're literally letting this dude that you don't even know block you from your dreams. Your dreams. But you can replace that person with almost anything. anything. Whatever's stopping you from... Anything. From just taking that first step. So that's what I was going to say. So now, obviously, I don't recruit people. Sure. But <laughs> I use it for my own thing. Like, is am I letting this day, this horrible day that I po- could have had or whatever, sure. am I letting this day really, one day, stop me from, you know, moving forward, pursuing my dreams, or one person... But yeah, so so that was painful to go through because that was painful. That I, it was like pain that I ba- somebody put it in my head, but it basically created pain for me. And I was sure. like, oh man, this is yeah. brutal. Um, but yeah, so so I mean, it's tough. Uh, but that that was definitely a, a, an interesting uh, kind of pain that I that I went through. But all right, so moving on. Uh, do you teach your kids to avoid pain? Um, both your pain and watching them experience the pain. And theirs. Um, I don't know if I teach my kid to avoid pain, but I try to teach things. Um, like I don't talk about pain. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I say, you know, you get you're getting mad at me for telling you not to do something, mm. but I'm do I'm telling you because I love you and I don't want you to get hurt, literally, physically. Sure. Yeah. You know when you know James, you know, wants to do certain certain just a crazy thing like you yeah. know jump off of like four steps or i'm like dude don't do that or don't try to do that i'm telling <laughs> um and it's tough it's tough as a parent seeing your kid go through some level of pain or whatever whether it's mm-hmm. emotional or physical whatever it is sure. so we're there we're there to guide them we're, we're not there i know sometimes a lot of times it just feels like we're a pest or we're repetitive and what we're saying we're not it's just you're, you're doing because you truly don't want to want to see them suffer right uh you want them to be the best sure uh, that they can possibly be. Um, so in that, yeah, there's a lot of painful things you yourself have to endure, uh, you know, in teaching them these things. Yeah. 
And it's also like you're uh, you're telling them for their own good, but then they look at you like, you're so mean, you don't let me do anything. Like in that aspect, but it's yeah. like they're not understanding it yet, and it's, that's what you're trying to show them is like, yeah, this is, you know, this, there's a reason why we're saying no, you can't go, or you can't go do this, or whatever right. the case is. But it's, it always falls back as, until they learn that lesson, sure. then they understand it. So it's like you don't want to, I don't know, you don't want to... Uh, avoid the pain like you don't you want them to learn it also but you also don't want them yeah to get hurt yeah and sometimes people are like well that, that person he, he oh, he's just hard-headed he just needs to learn the hard way blah 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 <laughs> and i think that's very situational and i'm not denying that some people are that way uh, but there are like a things like you can't also be exaggerating also there's also a difference between a crazy manipulative person sure. who's now dictating yeah. their child's life and telling mm-hmm. them they can't do certain things too so there's there's just weird, there's a lot of fine lines we're very generally speaking yeah. here um but anyway so it, it, our intentions as parents uh, for I can only speak for myself, are good. It just sometimes, it's not the message they want to necessarily hear. Right? I mean, they're kids, so I, I understand that. Um, and, and the last part, uh, what would you recommend someone to do to grow through what they go through? It's not really a trick question. It's just a reflection. It's really what it is. To grow through what you go through mm-hmm. Um you have to reflect and understand, appreciate, bring gratitude towards, think about, talk about what you're okay. going through to then grow through it. Gotcha. Uh, if, if you're ignoring certain things, right, um, if anything, that can retract. Okay. And a lot of times people ignore things, right? We ignore things that we're going through and we're in denial that we're not going through them, right? Yeah. Like we're in a in a crappy relationship, a very manipulative, crazy relationship, right? And we're ignoring the the argument. We're ignoring the confrontation. So we just kind of go through okay. the day-to-day things just to avoid that confrontation or that argument. And we're not growing for that. We're actually detracting. Actually, your soul, your body, your mind is telling you, dude, I can't even trust myself. Yeah. I know my natural instincts is to protect myself, but if I can't know, if I can't understand that at a greater level, this is going to be for my greater good, I have to endure this little pain sure. uh, for, for a very short period of time, um, then then I, I, I actually don't even know what to say to you. you sure. know what I'm saying? And we all do it. All of us do it. I've done it. Um, and I'm not, not not just relationships and other things where you're avoiding it. You know you have to deal with it, and you just keep putting it Pushing off. It off. Yeah, and that's you're just not dealing with the situation. You're just, right. you you deep, fall even more deeper into like the self pity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. All right, so we like to end our podcast with quotes, and the first one is by Napoleon Hill: "Strength and growth come only through continuous effort and struggle." Very good. And the second one is by N.R. Narayana Murthy. Growth is painful. Change is painful. But nothing is as painful as staying stuck where you do not belong. So there you have it, folks. Growth through pain. In this episode, the crew talks about their most painful growing moments in life. We cover topics that range from self-awareness, strength, development, good pain, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes by N.R. Narayana Murthy and Napoleon Hill. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website 
jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.